Hello, this is Bruce Walters. We've just updated the pricing on all of our new inventory. Check it out at brucewaltersford.net. Hello all and welcome to another episode of Above the Fold, the podcast of Appalachian newspapers. As is usual, I'm joined this week by staff writer Nicole Ziggy and staff writer Austin Blankenship of the Appalachian News Express, but with a twist. Uh, the twist is we're meeting via Zoom, uh, as most uh, uh, people are meeting in any kind of group setting right now via Zoom. The reason being is because we are social distancing and our newsroom has been pretty good about that. We started very early on that um, and, you know, we've been very serious about that. So, you know, that's that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk this week about COVID-19, of course, uh, and, and we're just going to see where this conversation takes us. First of all, Nicole, Austin, thanks for being with me today. It's good to see you guys. I haven't seen you guys in the newsroom in a while. How's it been for you all not being in that newsroom? Has it been freeing? Has it been the greatest experience of your life? Are you guys ready to get back? Um, it's, not, I guess not freeing. It's just been very strange um, trying to, because I'm so used to working at my desk in the office. So yeah. trying to adjust to work it in trying to get all my, all my papers and all this stuff in order. It's and find like a workspace that works really well for me. It, it's, it's been an adjustment for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. What about you, Austin? Yeah, you're, you're missing it, man. I know you're talking to me constantly. Ah, man, it's just weird how. I mean, it does have its pros. Like now, like currently, I'm sitting here in this uh, podcast, laying on my bed. So you know, it has its pros. Can any <laughs> can anybody hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're okay. Good. We're getting through there. Yeah, there, there's some, uh, you know, the thing is, we're in Eastern Kentucky recording this, and the internet's not the same everywhere else. Uh, you know, it's it's this throughout the area. It's back and forth. But, I mean, like. Damn sudden link. <laughs> not a sudden link. <laughs> well, I am on Gearheart, and I'm doing pretty good right now. So, uh, I'm just watching my uh, data cap to make sure I don't go beyond it right now. So. Uh, but, you know, so let's talk a little bit about what it's looked like working from home. I, I literally just kind of pushed to home this week. I tried to hang in there as long as I could uh, and, and kind of beat that I was in the newsroom alone. And I realized that, hey, I'm not really doing anything by being here. I can't go home and do so. I'm going to try to do this for as long as I can. But what, you know, how, how are you guys coping? How are you holding up? How's things going? I know, Nicole, you've done some social media posts that talk about some of the, uh, the positive thing. So let's talk a little bit about that, you know, kind of what, what's going on there. Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, well, first, uh, I, I've been, uh, hanging out in my apartment instead of the office for, I, it feels like a month and a half, but it's only been about maybe a week and a half or two yeah. weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, at first it was, it was fine. You know, um, I, you know, I have lots of books to read, lots of puzzles to do that kind of stuff. I'm a very nerdy person. So that's how I kind of uh, get through my boredom. But, uh, then it continued to rain for a while there and yeah. I was getting stir crazy. 
And then thankfully, though, in the past two days, um, it's been nice weather. So I was able to go out and uh, do a little bit of exercising and, and walk and actually experience um, the outside because I don't live around too many people. So I'm able to like go out and go for a walk and stuff without uh, worrying about the whole uh, six feet apart thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but also it's, it's really um, kind of... Well, first, I've been able to really enjoy uh, nature a lot more, um, even though I haven't gone out and gone to the park. I mean, just just being outside, I remember um, I was my my neighbors have a cat. And so I don't have any animals here. I can't have any pets with me right now. So I was hanging out. I was just petting the cat and stuff and just listening uh, one morning and just listening to the birds chirping and all this yeah. stuff. I'm like, this is so peaceful. Yeah, <laughs> so. it is. There's a lot of peacefulness going on. I've noticed that like my myself, my oldest son. We've, we've taken the opportunity to go fishing once and we're going to try to do some more because that's a good activity you can do in social distance, uh, you know, because, I mean, fishing is kind of a solitary activity already. Uh, he and I can get away from everybody. Uh, so, so, I mean, there's, there, there's the good there. Now, one of the things that's changed a lot is how we do our coverage. Now, we have not backed down on our coverage one bit. We opened up a, an entire page on each of our websites uh, with just COVID-related information for each of your communities. If you've not checked it out, please do so. But we're also continuing to not only cover the COVID issue, but we're covering the, the, the government agencies that affect your daily lives because they're still meeting, they're still working. And, you know, one of the things that we're doing that a couple of different ways. One of the ways we're doing it is by, for example, live stream. Uh, you know, thank God for Pike TV and all this. Ronnie Hilton and those guys on the Hill have kept us being able to connect and watch some of those meetings and press conferences without, without having to put anybody else at risk and without putting ourselves at risk. It's been a really a godsend. Not every meeting has been able to do that. And I know, Austin, you went last night to Mountain Water District. They hope to have that capability by the next meeting, but didn't this meeting. And it was probably a little different than you were used to, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I knew very quickly that it was going to be a very different meeting whenever I walked in and they had a little station set up that had hand sanitizer and masks as soon wow. as you walk in. Wow. And then you get in there and everyone is spread throughout the room because doing the whole six feet apart. So they actually took like measuring tape and measured off each seat six feet apart. And wow. so, and here I am in the middle of the whole room while all the uh, board is kind of scattered around me. So it was definitely an odd, uh, <laughs> it was an odd meeting, but you know, uh, like you said, uh, the world keeps moving and um, news keeps, com uh, keeps coming. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've changed our print schedule up a little bit to accommodate this kind of new world and to be able to help, you know, our reporters and, and our staff to kind of be, uh, you know, for now, and, and I think anticipate throughout that media will continue to be an essential service because we're delivering the information you need to live your life. Um, and, and we're thankful that officials continue to recognize that because, you know, it's our job, of course. And, and you know, we're definitely our thoughts and prayers are with those that are losing their jobs right now. But more than that, we see this as a duty, um, as an ability to be able to communicate. And, and for that to be interrupted in any way is tough. And we don't we don't want that to happen. So we're glad that we're going to continue to operate. And I anticipate and from what Governor Bashir has indicated, uh, you know, that that the shutdowns and the continued ramp up to this response 
Like, I think we're at the top of this. We're at the apex of the response, not necessarily disease. I'm not enough of an epidemiologist to call that. Uh, but but I think that we're at the apex of the response, and now we just got to sit here for a little while and wait it out. But we're thankful we're continuing uh, to deliver that information. It's different, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of uh, Go- Governor Brashear, I, yeah. I think it would be a uh, disjustice if we did not mention that we have uh, our resident uh, meme all-star on this podcast oh, in the cult. Dude, I am living for these memes about Andy Bashir, man. <laughs> so funny. Um, but no, but uh, shout, first shout out to, I mean, it, it's, it's in, uh, just, just as, a, as, a, as a Kentuckian, I should say, um, just seeing uh, how Bashir has, uh, and the state has responded to uh, this, this outbreak and, um, and the steps that they're taking in order to protect the public. I think that that's also commendable. And then also I want to shout out all the healthcare workers and yeah. all the people that, um, and also the people with the health department and, um, and, and also the first responders just being they're They're kind of like the front lines of this, uh, this pandemic. And so they need to be uh shout out and all yeah. the respect should be given. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Listen also, and we're going to get into this topic a little bit too, but you know, we need to give a shout out to all the like grocery store clerks, stalkers, oh, yeah. anybody that's working in a retail industry. That's one of these life sustaining retail industries. They are doing a fantastic job. I've tried to, you know, every time I've run into one, thank them for what they're doing. Uh, just because of what what it's all about. Because, I mean, grocery stores aren't going to close, okay? Pharmacies are not going to close. Those are essentials to life, and they're going to continue going. Um, so the other day, Tuesday, actually, I had uh, the opportunity to sit in on a press conference uh, with uh, or a virtual press conference, as we're calling them, with Steve Smith, the president and CEO of Food City, which is, of course, one of the biggest, you know, grocery-only businesses in our region. Um, and he talked a little bit about the fact that there's no food shortage, okay? There's no toilet paper shortage, people. Um, yeah. These products are not in shortage. What's happening is so many people are panic buying that the um, supply chain just can't keep up. It, it, you know, the, there's stuff sitting in warehouses and trucking companies are hiring. Food City itself is hiring more than a thousand people to try to just handle all this uh, stuff. But, you know, it's important that we continue to be here because that's kind of the message we're getting out is that, you know, look, no matter what your neighbor posts on social media, uh, you know, we're vetting everything. Um, and we ran into something last night that kind of proved that our policies and procedures are working as a newspaper, okay? Of course, we have the Hazard Herald and Hazard. Uh, Governor Bashir gave his nightly press conference at five. Um, and as kind of part of his numbers, he was reporting, he comes in and says um, that there is a confirmed case in Perry County of a 90-year-old at a nursing home or a 91-year-old. So, you know, the immediate reaction on the part of a news person is we need to get that out now. That's not what we did. Okay, we sat, we said, wait, no, hmm, hold on. Let's get this from the local officials. And of course, Katie Kelly, our illustrious reporter out in Hazard, immediately Shout got out. in touch. Yeah, absolutely. She immediately got in touch with the officials. They said, wait, we're going to meet and then we'll come out with a statement. By the time she got that statement, it was found that that person was negative, that there was not actually a positive case in Perry County. So uh, it's a testament to the job you guys, our staff, are doing. 
out there that our policies and procedures are working with this. But it does kind of uh, take into perspective um, just how different it is in order to get coverage this way um, yeah. because we're relying so much more on, of course, live streams, but then also phone calls are essential and then, um, yeah. and we can't like meet in person like, yeah. uh, in, in journalism school, you know, you're always taught that phone calls and emails and, and texts and social media are like the very last resort. Yeah, so you yeah. want to talk to the person in person. And so it's like, it, it's a total adjustment. No one, no one teaches, no one taught us in journalism school and no one can teach you in journalism school how to react as a journalist to a pandemic. <laughs> well, so. they will now. They will now. I yeah, know. definitely update their uh, courses. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Austin <laughs> may become a teacher in it, you know, where he's a <laughs> pandemic 101. Pandemic 101. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, you know, things are going to change. Um, you know, uh, I know, you know, one thing is like, so, and I pointed this out to several people, and we pointed this out early on and all this to in an editorial. You know, this is one of those situations where the amount of information coming in constantly is overwhelming. Um, if you're just a person sitting at home scrolling through your social media constantly, you are going to get overwhelmed. Um, and that's why we asked early on, look, let us be that filter for you a little bit and just kind of get you the local information because, you know, we're drinking from this fire hose too, because it's hard to parse out out there what's number one real and what's not, and number two, what's accurate and what's not. Because, you know, and, and I was thinking about this this morning, when this thing first started happening, I remember some things I heard immediately were, okay, number one, weather is not going to affect this. Even when it gets warmer, it's not going to knock down. That's changing. We're hearing now that MIT scientists are saying, wait, maybe it does. Maybe the higher humidity and higher temperatures are going to knock this down a little bit. Uh, you know, we were hearing that there are no treatments for that. Of course, that's changing as science changes. So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those situations where we're trying to bring you the best information we can, but, you know, it's going to take time and, and we're going to slow down sometimes. Like last night, us slowing down meant that the first thing we reported on that was Governor Bashir saying, Oh wait, that was negative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was interesting though. Like I, like after we reported on that and then uh, Bashir, uh, I saw a tweet that he put out about how the, the Perry, good news, the Perry County man yeah. was uh, as negative. So that was actually mm. fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you know, the thing is we're going to continue working for you guys for sure. Um, I know it's, it's, it's a little bit different way to work and it's tougher sometimes. And in some ways it's better. Like, you know, I finished up my stuff yesterday and went outside. Uh, you know, my, my, my youngest is, uh, is less than two years old and he's getting to experience his first spring on his feet. So that's, that's really cool. So there's, there's this good stuff that's going on and, and, and we're going to continue bringing good news stories. Nicole's done a bang up job of that. You know, Austin's doing a fantastic job of keeping up with his government agencies, Pike County Fiscal Court, those agencies. And that's just impeccable. Um, and across our other papers, we're, trying to bring you information that that matters and it, and is important to you but also some stuff that you can look at and realize that on the other side of this we're going to be okay you know as a community we're, we're oh, yeah. we're I, I think I, I was talking to my friend about this the other day that um I, I there's i don't think that there's any way this could um not impact our our whole country and our state yeah. um 
after this is all over, but I feel like we'll be stronger as both as a nation and a state and as a local community because of this. But also I want to shout out like, um, it's really interesting to see on Facebook, like all the people that have uh, just come together and offered help uh, in Eastern Kentucky during this whole thing. The people that are like, Hey, are there any people that need groceries? I'm yeah. going out getting groceries or, um, you know, there uh, are people um, help, helping provide masks in Kentucky or whatever the case is. Yeah. And it, it's just really interesting to see that it, it really shows like the strength of both Eastern Kentucky and Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, the reality is that's what we do every time. I mean, Austin, you grew up around here. You've seen that people help people, you know, oh, if, yeah. if there was a flood down the hall or people helped. Yeah. And I mean, it's just really a testament to um, everybody in this area. And, you know, I mean, it kind of even trickles down into, like, our paper as well. I mean, um, a good example of that would be, you know, the uh, sports guys. I mean, oh, they're yeah. not really getting, um, like, Any there's no kids. sports. So, like, no. there's very little content out there. And they're having to, like, go out and try to find these stories and stuff. And then um, brought up, uh, we talked about uh, people donating masks and things like that. Um, Josh, who, uh, my cousin Josh Blankship. All he does is pretty much sports, and um, because you know I was busy, uh, Nicole was busy trying to yeah. get ready for deadline. He was able to jump out to Elkhorn City and uh, jump on that grenade for us, and uh, yeah, did a pretty good job from what I saw. Yeah, um, and he covered so the donation I mean, from the city to Pikeville Medical Center, you know, with some masks and stuff. Yeah, it's and really so I mean, it's just uh, it's just kind of the mentality of Eastern Kentucky. Um, we yeah. see one of our own kind of uh struggling or needing a little help and uh we do it yeah that's that it is and, and welcome to that nicole i'm glad you're being able to see that firsthand and uh kind of get a uh, feel for that definitely so the next week what's what's that going to hold well we're probably going to be doing more working from home but we're going to continue working you know seven days a week providing you with the information either online um, or through the paper, uh, and, and we're just going to keep doing that. We've got a lot of new initiatives going on at the newspaper, for example. Uh, our cartoonist, Chris Epling, um, he's doing some really good work. And we may actually talk with him, bring him in next week to talk a little bit about some of the stuff he's been doing because he's been doing some videos for us that are on our social media. He's also doing coloring pages that we're inserting into our papers to be able to give kids something to do. Um, and it's all in a therapeutic, uh, educational manner as well. So it's good stuff. Uh, but, you know, we're going to continue reporting. We're going to continue bringing you the news that matters to you. And we're going to continue this stinking podcast as long as we can. Um, oh, um, so Russ, um, yeah. I feel like this would be a good time to uh, inform you that I plan on taking my week's paid vacation next week. <laughs> that is canceled just like I told you <laughs> three months ago when you tried to take Hillbilly Days, which... RIP has been canceled. Uh, that you I'm cannot. I'm so sad about that. Whatever, <laughs> I am too. Fine. I am too. Yeah, yeah. For the listeners who don't know, this was going to be Nicole's first hillbilly days. So. And my parents were going to come down. We were all so psyched uh, about it. I was going to get like a pair of overalls, you know, to wear and stuff. But it's whatever. It's fine. Let me tell you something. Hillbilly well, days is gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I'm going to throw this out real quick. You know, one of the things we need to do during this time is we need to hold on to those things to look forward to. And right now, the way I see it is you look at the timeline of this whole thing, like the vaccines, the treatments and stuff like that, that the experts are saying at the outward edge, looking at, you know, 12 months or something like that, which means 
that hopefully we'll have vaccines, treatments, and we'll have this thing well in hand by next year. But let me tell you something, 2021 Hillbilly Days, I may take a vacation. I'm not even sure I'll be able to get around this town. It will be off the chain. Yeah, you just keep believing that. Well, <laughs> it'll be crazy. You watch. You watch. But, yeah, it, it, you know, again, we just got to keep our eyes on, on the end of this, the, 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 the you know, the, the good stuff. And then and, and we're going to make it through this. But, look, for the next two, three weeks, as Governor Bashir said, try to keep as much social distance as possible. It's a hardship. And it's different. We got to do it. And, you know, hashtag Team Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got to do what it takes to take care of those, all of us really, but especially those who are most vulnerable to this disease. So, um, you know, guys, definitely uh, keep uh, keep in touch with us. We're going to continue uh, to put this podcast out as long as we can. Give us a, a subscription, like, rate, whatever. Just just stay in contact with us, stay communicating with us. We're going to continue putting information out there, um, and and definitely you know check out our social media and our web presence right now to see the kinds of things we're offering. Because I think we've really stepped up to a level I never expected we necessarily could on this short of notice. So, um, and that's a testament again to our staff, but. Again, um, with Appalachian Newspapers, I'm Russ Cassidy. I'm, I'm Nicole Ziggy. I'm Austin Blankchip. I wasn't sure who he's pointing to. Yeah, it's hard to do right now, guys. I cannot wait to get back into the conference room on this one. But, again, yeah. this has been Above the Fold. In a social media age, it can be easy to get lost in the noise. Millions of voices vying for your attention, for your time. How do you keep up with what's important? How do you wade through the fake news and the sensationalistic to get to what affects your life the most? Appalachian newspapers can help you shut out the noise. Covering Pike, Floyd, Johnson, and Perry counties in eastern Kentucky and Mingo County in West Virginia, air reporters are out there covering the news that matters to you, the things that affect your life. From local government to your local sports team, we're there. To subscribe to your local newspaper and help support community journalism, call 1-800-539-4054. Thanks for listening and thanks for subscribing. Hi everybody, Dave Baker here for Total Pharmacy Care. Big Blue fans, we know how loyal we are to our team. Well, that's how loyal your pharmacists are at Total Pharmacy Care. They spend all their time filling your prescriptions and answering any questions you might have about your medications. No distractions from cards, candy, flowers, or perfume, and no long lines. Tell your doctor to send your prescriptions to Total Pharmacy Care in Pikeville, Belfry, Martin, Prestonsburg, and Citizen Drug in Phelps. All a part of the Total Pharmacy Care family.